TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. You're listening to Fitzy and Hart on Boston Sports Original. WEI. When it comes to the meeting between Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft, it's been reported a, a few different places. Is it your understanding that that's taking place uh, early in the week? And if so, what do you expect to come from it? I don't have any intel on when the meeting is going to happen. Uh, so I would defer to Mike Reese, who gets stuff right on a regular basis, that if it's going to happen Monday and he's reporting that, then that's when it will happen. What do I expect to come from it? It's kind of up to Bill. Since no conversations have been held and no one from ownership has gone to Bill and said, well, what's been going on here? And, and how do you think it went sideways? And how do you look to resolve it? With that having not taken place, it would appear to me that they are leaving the ball in his court for that day, or they are planning to do all the talking. The longer it goes with no conversations at all, to expect that there is going to be something revolutionary that emanates from Monday, and even if those conversations go into Tuesday and Wednesday, I just don't understand how that's what's best for the football team. Tom E. Curran, who found himself, usually he finds himself on NBC Sports Boston. A couple times a week he finds himself on Boston Sports Original, WEEI. But found himself, Andy, at the center of the storm a few weeks back. I feel like this was uh, when he made the comments on a Monday night on early edition on NBC Sports Boston that from what he understood, the Patriots would be moving on from Bill Belichick, uh, something he heard after the Germany game. Uh, I think we have speculated one and many a time that it was likely an emotional reaction to the way that the game went. My guess would be that it was Jonathan Kraft, perhaps, who reacted strongly to the way that game went after the 10 years Robert Kraft put in to make sure the Patriots got their big game in Frankfurt, only to then turn around and see just a, a putrid performance by the offense that day. And, of course, as Bill Belichick has said one and many a times, when things go well, credit the players. And when things don't go well, you come for the coaches. And that's where we find ourselves. And that's why we are talking the way we are and having the show we are today in hour number two of Fitzy and Hart getting ready for KJ and Lions coming up in a couple hours. Then, of course, we have NFL football action to listen to here today. I think we have Westwood One's coverage of, and the two games are, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Joe Braverman, we have a Ravens-Stillers game first, followed by the battle for a playoff spot as the AFC South will be sending at least two teams to the postseason. It's Texans at 
Colts this evening at 8 o'clock, I believe. That would be correct. And the Steelers, if they do win against Baltimore, uh, sitting all their players, their chances for a playoff spot goes up. Yep. It it increases significantly. Why, though, in the world, I feel like even though the Ravens are sitting some starters to give them some extended rest uh, because they get a bye next week, so that's nice to heal up any wounds, any nicks, any dings that they may happen to have, I still kind of like the Ravens in that game. I do. I do not. I think they would love to knock the Steelers off their pedestal. Oh, I'm sure they would love to. I saw the numbers. Steelers been very good uh, in in Baltimore, like six mm-hmm. and one uh, on their last seven or something like that. And I, I think they have a lot to play for, um, obviously. And and obviously the Ravens aren't playing for anything and resting a lot of. I just to me that I I may have uh, I may have sprinkled a little something on a uh, very Steelers based same game parlay a little money line action in there yes. Andrew uh, no a few different things I uh, laid the points I may have taken a uh, anytime touchdown for uh, Najee um, Najee Harris and nice. over a hundred and eighty been... yards passing for Masson uh, Rudolph yeah. Yeah, I may have done that. He's actually been have. pretty darn good recently. Um, believe it or not, the Steelers in Balmer are a three-and-a-half-point favorite this afternoon. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And, hey, um, you can get tickets for that one starting at $27. Ticket, my God. Ooh. If anything, like, I know, like, yeah, the NFL is super competitive. you got a couple of actual playoff games this weekend, guys, with the Dolphins hosting the Bills, and you've got um, the Packers winning in against the Bears, and then, of course, you got Saturday night, Texans at Colts. Yeah, you got about three games that mean something this week. Otherwise, garbage. Like the, this whole slate this weekend, I'm looking right now at the resale market via our friends at uh, CBS Sportsline. You have tickets that are going for baseline. Um, you can get in in Baltimore for $28. $74 to get into Indianapolis tonight. Shame on them. Uh, New Orleans, $23 is your cheapest ticket. $31 in Cincinnati. $19 at LG Field in Nashville. It's 100 bucks in Detroit, but that's because even though that team's not really playing for much, those fans are rip-roaring ready to go. Uh, the get-in price for Farewell Belichick is $29 tomorrow, and that's in a blizzard. $17, what a rip-off in Carolina to see Tampa try to take home the NFC South tomorrow. And it just goes on and on and on. Uh, now, it's $300 for the get-in price in Miami tomorrow night. That makes sense. Uh, but if you happen to be out west, for $29, you can see Seattle try to punch their ticket to the playoffs against Arizona, and I kind of like the Cardinals in that one because the Seahawks have fallen on hard times indeed, Andrew. Uh, let's go back to the phone, shall we, and talk to more of the Pats people. It just seems like a lovely time to speak to our friend Allison in Cambridge. Yes. Good afternoon, Allison. Hi, guys. Good afternoon. I just wanted to say that it seems like things are going out if this period is over, like the way they started. That this area, there's always debates about everything, and very strong ones. And first, it was like, you know, Tom Brady versus Drew Bledsoe. And then, is Tom Brady just a game manager? And then, of course, the buy getting into flake data, it's not just national against us, it's us against ourselves. And, and then, like, <laughs> there were actually people who wanted to switch to Jimmy Garoppolo. Do you remember that? I, I think yep. that actually Girardi did. I think Girardi, who I, I love, I love him. I think he wanted to switch to, to Jimmy Garoppolo then. I mean, it is just absolutely ludicrous. I mean, it's just the way we are. I mean, it reminds me, when I first moved up here, I, oh, sorry, I'm a native New Yorker. When I first moved up here, a friend of mine said, oh, you're going to love it up there. It's so positive. You'll really love it. And everyone's so optimistic and positive. And I was like, oh, my God, New York. I mean, people in New York do not argue the way they do here. I mean, in some ways, this is like when people think of New York. This is this. I yep. love it. But this is the way it is. This is like the spirit of this area. And that is why yesterday when Bill Belichick was asked to describe Patriots fans, he said passionate, 
We are, we may not be smart. <laughs> we may not be measured. We may not, but we are passionate. Damn it, we give a rat's katukus about our sports teams, and that's why we are so uh, grateful. We do, and the dialogue and the conversation yes. is just always going on. I just want to say one thing. I, I just, I really hope. I hope I could see Gerard Mayo being a very good coach. I want things to be crisp and clear. I want fresh air. I want the feeling that things are being done right. I mean, Bill Belichick, there's, there's something that, that I still, I, I mean, I mentioned the word cognitive dissonance last year, and you looked yep. it up, and it really fit with Bill Belichick, what's going on with him. But the thing is, one thing that hasn't been mentioned, and I can't believe the Bill Belichick, because of what he did last year, not having a real OC, not having a defensive lines coach, players got concussed. Brian Hoyer got concussed. Because of Bill Belichick, because of what he did. He did malpractice by not having people. I mean, people are more likely to get in costume when you don't have an offensive line that's functioning. And I can't believe that Bill Belichick would have done that. And I can't believe nobody's mentioned that because players got hurt. And then he didn't keep Brian Hoyer because Brian Hoyer, lo and behold, was critical of the freak show, the horror show of Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. I mean, that is really, to me, that is the most it, – it's – if Bill Belichick, I mean, it would be amazing. I mean, Tommy Kern was mentioning the idea of if Bill Belichick could own up to these things. It would be amazing if he had any self-awareness. And I'll leave you with one other thing, a pop culture reference. What's happened to Bill Belichick is that he's almost become like, you know, Ed Woods in his terrible films. He had his people around him, <laughs> his loyal people, who like like Torge Johansson, the, the wrestler. He had these people with him. He made terrible movies like Plan 9 from Outer Space, but he had his group around him who was loyal. And Chris Curtis came up with the best thing. Bill Belichick right now is, is loyalty over ability. And that's like what, definitely what Ed Woods did. And so that's, that's where I leave it. And I, I wish he would be, take some self-awareness. And we are the way that we are, where we are. I mean, there's so many players and coaches we don't have because Bill Belichick couldn't deal with the way people dealt with the whole Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Instead of having him just saying, I made a huge mistake. Everyone said also that Joe Judge would never come back. And he did. He did come back. He's like, oh, I can't take it. He got it. promoted I practically. I instantly realized that if Bill Belichick is sick tomorrow, is that the last FU that he's going to do to us, that he's going to be sick and Joe Judge is going to be in charge of the last day so we can't even cheer for Bill Belichick? Could you, could you imagine, Allison, and thank you so very much for the call. I appreciate Who said people are passionate? Perspective oh, and passion exactly. from all the way down from the tri-state all the way up to New England, the greatest region in our country, if not the entire world. Wouldn't that just be, it's probably not going to happen, folks. Relax. We're just role playing. That's how we do sometimes in sports radio. But could you imagine if Belichick was like, I know how this is going to go. You know what? You guys don't get me on the Jumbotron. You guys don't get me at the postgame presser. You guys don't get me to kick around in what likely is my final game. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to get like a nice, I'm going to get a nice, I'm going to get a sub, some chips, two liter. I'll watch the game from home because I'm not really feeling good. I'll let Joe, I'll give you Joe Judge for, I mean, you know, just in terms of pure role play, that would be if he's if he has soured on the way he perceives media fans and organization to have turned on him. Could there be a greater Goodyear blimp sized F you to everyone than just staying home tomorrow? Like, screw you guys. Yeah, I'm staying right now. home. And here's Joe Judge. That's good for us because he make the head coach right happy. Now. That's your job. Yeah. See, make him happy. Make him happy, Joe. Um, Allison touched on something in that call, and I know we're up against it. Sure. So, um, I'm just going to give a little big market tease. Allison mm. just touched on something in there that I think could sneaky be a candidate for the worst decision or biggest mishandling of the Bill Belichick era. Ooh, I think I have an idea 
what that is as well. There was something made mention earlier this week in that Herald piece as well that caught my eye, stunned me, and made me do a double take as well. That's a big market tease right there, Andrew. You're not just a podcast pal. You, sir, are a member of the Six Rings community here. And don't forget, tomorrow, after the Patriots' regular season finale against the Jetropolitans, Andy and I will be on from 4 to 7.30 in what will likely be quite a robust and memorable post-game show. So uh, get your takes ready, get your popcorn ready, get everything ready, get your beverages ready, get out there and get it all today because the weather tomorrow sounds like it is going to be like the Patriots this year. It is going to stink. 617-779-7937. There's your telephone number. It's going to stink, but you know what? We still love it because that's what we got and that's all we know. Now, here comes some trending sports news with Joe Braverman. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sometimes there are good reasons to wait, but if there's not a good reason to wait, you're just doing it because you want to make it look like you're being thoughtful, then that's useless. You need to get on with it. You need to go through the process of hiring a new head coach. Even if it's Gerard Mayo, you do have to go through a process per the league rules. And then figuring out what you're going to do with your front office, because those front office people are going to have to be at the Senior Bowl in, what, three weeks? Right? Right. So, Coming up fast. So, like, there's, like, a lot of off-season that's – and a critical off-season ahead for the team that – Whoever's in charge is going to have to dive into, and it's important, I think, that you get this moving. Sports Illustrated and Monday Morning Quarterbacks, Albert Breer. Breer. Hey, Bert. Earlier this week on NBC Sports Boston, talking about the process. How's it going to be? Make it quick. Drag it out. Will it be thoughtful? Appropriate? Conservative? Sensitive? God only knows. I mean, like, I can't wait to right? find everything out. I'm, I've, what's that? How about right? Uh, what would be the right way to do it? No idea. Uh, I'm just saying get it right. <laughs> I, I don't care about any of those other words you used. I don't care mm-hmm. if it's expedited or not. I don't care if it drags on or not. If the end result is correct, that is all that matters. And that's why, like, the this idea that the Senior Bowl is coming, so you got to rush to get it done. Nope. If I'm not at the Senior Bowl or not properly manned or staffed at the Senior whatever, I'll, I'll figure out a way around it, but you you can't screw it up. You need to do everything in your power because even if you do everything in your power to do it right, 
it could be wrong, right? There, mm-hmm. there could be a really – you could feel really good about a couple decisions and in three years, two years, one year, feel really bad about those decisions. But if you harness extra layers on I get to hire a coach by this day, I get to hire a GM by this day, I get, no, 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 don't, don't paint yourself into any sort of corner. Leave everything wide open and get it right. It's sort of like everybody rips the media for trying to be first rather than trying to be right. Robert, don't try to be the first one to hire your new coach or your new GM. Try to be the one who looks back and goes, boy, did I nail the hell out of those decisions. How about me? And, hey, speaking to that, Andy, um, follower yesterday uh, on the tweet machine hipped me to a little bit of a poll that he put up uh, at JakeSmith1844. If, and if has stars. Oh, Jake, good friend. You know Jake, friend of the program, big fan. His brother, 45, I don't like as much. If Jake, if Bill Belichick is fired on, not that Jake, if Bill Belichick is fired on Monday, who would you want to see step in as the next HC for the NEP? Comment for other. So we're not going to go through the comments. Uh, The choices were Mayo, Ben Johnson, Jim Harbaugh, and Mike Vrabel via trade. The final results, Mayo 27.5, Ben Johnson 22, Jim Harbaugh 25.8, Vrabel, 25%. So Patriots no one has Nation, any idea. <laughs> no one has any idea at all which way the organization oh, should go, it. at least love as far it. as fans. And this has thousands of replies and votes. I love it. I love the end. And that means there's also a bunch of at least palatable candidates. There's no obvious choice. Because I've told you I love Mayo. I would probably lean Mayo. I told you mm-hmm. two years ago, uh, three years ago, I would have traded for Vrabel. I was well ahead of the curve on that one. I would have done that deal a long time ago and saved All a lot right, of Don't pull suffering. a muscle patting yourself on the back just no, I'm yet, I'm flexible. Pal. Don't worry. I'm flexible. Uh, I stretch a lot, even though I look like I'm Cosa Canseco. I was going to say one word. If someone was like, pick one adjective to describe Andy Hart, I'm not sure flexible would be the first one I'd go with, but that's fine. And I, I remember one day when I stunned my former boss, Fred Kirsch, when he was like, you can't even touch your toes. And I bent over and put my palms flat on the ground like that, and he was like, Holy crap, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> uh, I stretch. You got to stretch. Where'd, it's just Where'd you learn that? At Walpole MCI? Hey, that is not okay. <laughs> I don't care for that insinuation on multiple levels. <laughs> Why would I be in prison, first of all? I was going to um, say, lock him up. Um, uh, but no, like I, I like Vrabel. And Harbaugh, the idea has grown on me. Now, I've had some recent replies to my Twitter, like Harbaugh's offense is the only one on the planet that's more archaic than ours. Like, people don't want Harbaugh to bring his offense. It's more archaic. Jim Harbaugh's a program builder. Jim, I don't know if we need to go from somebody who is, can be perceived as an autocrat in Bill Belichick to another somebody who's going to demand complete and total control. Like, a program that needs a gutting and, like, has just been, like, Carolina, if Jim Harbaugh were to take a big enough check and could get some sort of agreement or written something or other that says, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, from David Tepper, like, I will leave you alone as HC of the CP, you know, and GM, that's fine. But he wouldn't because he's so heavily involved on a regular basis. So that's not going to work. That won't work out for them at all. Um, You know, that's how you bring in a Jim Harbaugh. Like here, I don't think you need to bring in somebody who just turns it into like a collegiate program or, just like gets full con- we just went through that like you just bring in someone who's a coach how about this let's instead of worrying about somebody who's run a restaurant before and wants to take care of everything from valet parking to the front of house to everything in the kitchen and accounting and bookkeeping as well let's just bring in a bunch of different people that may very well be good at their individual jobs and allow them to try to work in harmony together 
to put together just a winning football program. I know that sounds so simple, like I'm doing a Crayola coloring book style version of how you should put together a football team. But how about if, if in fact, change does come, and it's not still certainly certified in any way, shape, or form, folks. Just saying that if that's the way it goes, just give me people that are good at their jobs. That's all. That's all I I want. And I think the the 49ers are the the modern um, template. You, you look at their coach, I think a lot of people want an offensive-minded coach, new-age offensive-minded coach. That's Kyle Shanahan. They want him to work in concert um, with a general manager who does a really good job, and you're not sure exactly has who has total say on any one decision, but those two guys have built a really good program roster. The talent seems to work with what the GM is bringing in, Vice, you know what I mean, the, the scheme, vice versa kind of thing. He gets what is needed for Shanahan to succeed. Now, they have the biggest blip on the bad pick radar of the last couple of years with Trey Lance, but mm-hmm. they're so good at everything else that they're su- surviving it, living through it, and excelling past that mistake. Um, I do think that is the modern NFL most likely um, – set up for an organization i don't think there's too many people harbaugh he'll he might get a job in the nfl i'll be interested to see how it is packaged in terms of personnel and and who he's with making decisions in that area final say i I think bill belichick you know no one can do one job and more often than not when you give total power to anybody in the nfl it doesn't work it hasn't worked there is bill is the best example of it working uh and he's a rare example of it working so i believe you and i even yeah, I'm sorry. My apologies for stepping on your toes there. But I believe you and I even said many a time on the podcast that the whole mantra of Bill Belichick's Patriots was always do your job. So why does Bill, I mean, I guess you could say his job is to have many, many jobs and wear many hats. But like, Bill, if at an advanced age and with the experience you have, it should be the work easier, you know, work smarter, not harder portion of his career, taking on less. I don't know why suddenly in later years, Bill Belichick suddenly had uh, more jobs than it seemed like he ever had before, or maybe he always had them. And the, I see that's the thing. I think just they his were just underlings sort of weren't up. as good. The thing that um, correct, or they were better rather years ago. Allison, um, Allison mentioned that Curtis had some said something about um, loyalty or like he's always been that way. He's always leaned on dependables. That's his word for it. As players and coaches, he's always believed in the dependables. It's just the dependables were more dependable back in the day. They're less dependable now. Like the guys that come up through his system, his friends, his network have not been as good. They haven't developed the next Josh McDaniels. They haven't developed as well. And the older dependables aged out. Mm -hmm. You lost your Ivan Fierzes. You lost your Dante Scarnecchias. Those were part of the dependable crew. Ernie Ernie Adams, which I point to one and all, uh, you know, uh, am off to point out, like how many things he did for Bill to give him insight, competitive advantage, go into the game with a proverbial, I won't say literal, but a proverbial cheat sheet. All of that's gone. I was going to say insight, wink, wink. We got some insight. (laughs) Yeah. And How come Mike Tomlin's getting the sports hub? How come he can hear Scott Solak yeah. in the game? That's where there's a comparison between Harbaugh give you an advantage, some insight, wink, wink, advantage. Mm-hmm. They I think, by that. the way, I think Michigan is absolutely going to roll Washington on Monday night. But I do different... too, but you know what? I think people have doubted Washington all along the way here, all along the way, and they keep <laughs> chugging along undefeated, uh-huh. and Penix keeps making plays to his receivers, and they are so damn likable. I agree with you. My yep. brain says Michigan is going to get over the hump and win the title. But I want so badly. America's team is Washington. Absolutely. And Michael Penix is the man to lead them to victory. We want to see another three, four hundred yards passing, deep balls, 
everything about it. America is rooting for the Huskies, and I will be with them. I'll just be betting on Michigan. And then Mike Cadillac yeah. will say, look at our new Patriots quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a little bit. Patriots? That's, uh, yeah, that's yeah, a, we, we get caught up. A, a, you ever notice Cadillac is a little bit like Fitzy? He likes everybody. Everybody would be a good Patriot. Everybody would be a good fit. He loves no, to do that uh, Squidward eyes like, ooh, Patriot. That that's his thing. That's far more of a new generation's way of approaching the draft, the Patriots team. Building, whoa, whoa, whoa. The only difference is he uses a different meme. You used to use the Belichick in Detroit storming out the tunnel meme every time somebody was oh, I, available. Yeah, but, I, but I reused it to a point where it became meaningless and almost became a parody of itself afterwards. Right, and Cadillac has fun. too, but okay. you both good. come from the same perspective. You both think everybody and anybody would be good for the Patriots. Why not? Well, because we had we were duped into thinking that Belichick could basically turn anyone into an all-star or pro bowler or a world champion at a certain point. Yeah, Obviously, that. that played itself out differently. <laughs> I want to get your take on uh, Matthew Slater, who we definitely believe. If there's one thing I can say with absolute certainty, I, I am more than... More, it is way more probable than not that tomorrow is Matthew Slater's last game as an as a professional player in the NFL. I'm sure he will be involved in the league in many different ways, and hopefully one day soon get his call to the Hall for the Yellow Jacket and the Bronze Bust. Belichick believes so; he'd have him on his all-time team as well. But there are some other people that won't be playing tomorrow, and who very well could be playing tomorrow, Andy. And it may be their last game in a Patriots uniform. And I want to get your take on some of those guys as well. But back to the phones we go real quick. Henry's in the car. Henry, how are you? All right, how are you guys? All right, what's going on, um, my man? I, I called about a year and a half ago, and I, uh, during the afternoon I was on the way to Seekonk Speedway, and I said, nice. Bill Belichick and Bob Kraft have decided on a business model of we will coach any player up to their career. But as soon as they lose a step, they have to leave. And, he, and Bill Belichick did that with Everybody, up to and including Tom Brady, at the end. Well, Bill Belichick needs to have his uh, performance review, and Bob Kraft needs to say to him, you're heading down your career. Go do your own review. Wow. Could you imagine, Henry, so you're basically saying that Robert Kraft should sit down and tell Bill Belichick to evaluate as if he were evaluating a player that Belichick should be forced to evaluate Belichick, the coach, as a player. Wow. I used to be in management for a company, and I used to have to call in. Um, they were number one players for the company, but they've lost a step. And that that was the success of the Patriots. My son used to call me and say, you know, did you see what Belichick did today? He let this guy go. He's going to go play for San Francisco. Did you? And, and Belichick, you know, I don't care if it was Vince Wilfork, all the way up to Tom Brady, he went he went into Bob Kraft's office and said, we're going to stay with our business model, that I'm not coaching anybody. I don't care if they're in the 10% highest rated players in the league. They're heading down the slope. I'm going to hand them to the competition. Mm-hmm. Well, Bill Belichick, uh, Bob Kraft needs to say, Bill, I, you need to evaluate your performance for the last four years. You've had, you, you do have responsibility, but I gave you the authority and the ability to make decisions. And look where we are, Bill. And, you know, it's just business, Bill. It's not personal. 
Correct. Appreciate the call, Henry. Very good. Very good point. Uh, yeah, I, we've said it for about a year plus now that Bill Belichick would have fired Bill Belichick if he was yep. being consistent with his track record in terms of management. Um, and it's funny the way uh, Hank. I'm going to call him Hank. I like to call people named Henry Hank. I don't know if he goes by Hank, but I like Hank. Um, if he did one, you know those things that people do on like uh, Twitter, like blindfolded. Here's so and so stats. Compare him to the other person's stats. Yep. He should do that with uh, a coaching record, a GM record. Here's what this guy did over the last four years. What do you think, Bill? What do you think? Yep. I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna just show you, like, here's this. What would you say about this coach? This is what he's done over the last four years. Would you hold on to him? Would you extend him? Would you give him absolute power? Would you tell him he can remain but only in a, a limited capacity? What would you say? I mean, fired. it's going to be a... Yeah, you're, you're fired. Uh, it's going to be absolutely... Fascinating. However, he is not the only person, the greatest coach of all time. He may not be the only person in the world uh, who may not be playing for the Patriots any longer or working for the organization after tomorrow's game that will probably wrap around 4 o'clock against the Jets. Uh, might wrap a whole lot sooner. We could be in for an extended uh, Six Rings postgame show tomorrow, depending on if it's just an all-ground affair because of the wind and the snow. I think the over-under when we placed our FanDuel Sportsbook bet of the week, Andy, uh, on the Six Rings pod was 30 and a half. I'm not sure if it's come down since then. It probably should. I mean, could you, can, can you see a world? I mean, I know we feel like we live in a sim and the upside down these days, but could you see a world, envision a scenario in which there's 40, 50 points scored tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Anytime I have bad quarterbacks on a field, I can envision a lot of points and decent defenses that can make some plays. So, you know, the cliche is always that um, snow uh, favors the offense. You can throw the ball. You know where you're going. The defense can slip. Their footing isn't as good. Now, I know in modern football you're on field turf, so that sometimes negates some of that. But it depends on the wind, what the exact mm-hmm. winds are doing at mm-hmm. Gillette tomorrow. Um, but, I mean, I keep saying it. You have a quarterback in Bailey Zappi who's turned the ball over the first play of each of the last two games. Those could be scores for the other team. You have Trevor Simeon, who our friend Will Parkinson said is a uh, strip six, pick six, something six, ready to happen for the Jets at any Mm -hmm. time. And you have good defenses. Now, Patriots defense is better. The Jets defense, I don't know if they're giving full effort or not ever since we found out Salah was coming back. They've kind of petered out. But these defenses could probably score... For, would it stun you if they were basically responsible for 14 points each? So that's 28 points right there. That's a lot, yes. I mean, directly or as in like No, I mean like one is a pick then... six, one's a fumble mm-hmm. for a touchdown. They each get seven, and then they each give their offense, you know, a super short field where there's a turnover that leads to, oh, you only have, Zappy, can you go 10 yards? We gave you the ball on the 10. All you got to do is 10 yards and put it in the end zone, like a couple right. of those. Uh, real quick, Andy. So, like we said, tomorrow likely last day for Matthew Slater in a Patriots uniform, at least as a player, of course. Uh, this should be it for an illustrious career. Does so that would he be get his a ball last day in a uniform? Because he's not going to well, be yeah, a uniform. You don't wear a uniform on the sidelines. Like I said, I'm a little tired. Come on, I just came off the injured reserve. All right. Um, It'd be so, weird if he's the uh, team director of player development and he's in full uniform, still in a full uniform. <laughs> exactly. Special teams coach Matthew Slater, who has refused to give up his uniform that he oh, wore God. in his playing days, wearing it now in 11 years since retirement. Uh, so that's it for Slate. Now, Hunter Henry, he's out tomorrow. The same knee injury that has dogged him for a while. Uh, we'll keep him out of tomorrow's game, so he'll miss the final three games of the season. Lucky guy. 
Uh, he is second in the NFL, though, with six touchdowns from the tight end position. So that's a pretty impressive potential walk season for him. What happens to Hunter Henry next year? I think he goes elsewhere. Um, you know, I told you this. He making twelve and a half million a year. It's hard to ask a guy that's had a pretty good year, as you said, second in the NFL in touchdowns from a tight end, and ask him to take a pay cut. And I'm not looking to pay Hunter Henry fourteen million dollars a year to return next year. Um, so I, I think he probably finds decent money and a mm-hmm. decent role on a decent offense somewhere. I mean, he's just good. He rolls out of bed, and he gives you. 50 catches, 600 yards, six touchdowns. Like, there's something in that area. He's just a good professional right. tight end. And 50-something and six, 700 yards and six touchdowns is like his living byline. Like don't that's tell the me stat line. there's not enough offenses to, that would, wouldn't love that across the NFL. Like, higher, you know, contender-type offenses, places well, where he could be. Hell, yeah. Carolina needs weapons, correct? He might get oh, a what a, a fit he would be parachute. down there, you're right. right? Sure. Golden parachute. How about a contender? How about, but, like, what uh, yeah. if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy, and you're like, I know this is the last year tops for Travis Kelsey, yep. but what if we bookend him with a badass like Hunter Henry, who has a, who's, you know, five years his junior and still can get to the end zone? Like, who knows? I'm put him, I'm Pretty sure maybe every team in the NFL would be that much better with Hunter Henry on their roster. And would it be? Yes. But, the, but here's the thing. Where is it he three for go? 30? Does he take, does he, like Andy suggested, does he want to pay raise? He likes it in New England. He started a family here, Andy. Does he want to like uproot from living in Dedham or wherever he happens to be, and then, you know, go? So the answer may very well be yes. But at the same time, would he potentially give any consideration to the fact that he does like it here? And if the organization does want to reward him for loyalty and being an integral part of the last couple of years as well as the rebuild, maybe I, there, I I wouldn't rule it out. Put it that way. Is that cool? Yeah. I wouldn't rule it out, but I can't really see it. Okay. Fair enough. Any other uh, before we catch a break? And holy smokes, guys, we had, we got, gave you almost two hours, and now you guys decide to fill the phone lines. Of course you do. Uh, I love all of you. We'll get to as many as we can. And if we don't get to your call, coming up right after us, KJ and Lions. They will be more than happy to speak to the Tonys in Bridgewater, the Phils in the car, the Rays in Revere, the Davids in the car, the Ron in Rhode Island. Everybody, they'll be happy to talk to everyone. We'll get to as many of you guys as we can. Andy, real quick before the break. Anybody yeah. else from the Kyle Duggars to the Josh Uche's? Is there somebody, uh, the Mike Unwenu? Like, I'd love to see Unwenu come back. Uche, pretty much, I already said goodbye to him a long time ago. Duggar, I think I'm a little more on the fence than you are about this one. I, I'm starting to get a feeling that you'd be okay with him coming back, but certainly not at a uh, bank breaking capacity. Yeah, I would. If I'm going to have to invest some significant coin, I'd bring back Unwenu. I need some stability on the offensive line, some stability somehow, some way. So I'll overpay for that. Mm-hmm. You know, my binky of late has been Anthony Jennings. I'd like to get him on a nice team friendly, as they say, contract yep. to be uh, a complementary factor in my defense. Duggar, I just think he's going to price himself out. I don't think he's as good as he was ever. Um, supposed he's not to Jesse be. Bates. Let's be honest. I mean, like he's he, good. He's not, but he's, he's not going to get. Yeah, he, he doesn't deserve Jesse Bates. Like sixteen million a season, and I'll probably miss him a little bit. Yeah. But I'm not going to overpay. Especially, I think we're in a multi-year uh, rebuild window here, so I can't handcuff myself to him on too big a contract that might not pay off. Especially when I need to get Barmore done and some other guys that I want to keep. So. Uh, yeah, I would let him go. My my two priorities would be in the trenches, so to speak. Mike Onwenu and Anthony Jennings. Yeah, uh, and I'm doing. Then I'm doing whatever in terms of people I'd want to keep. Absolutely. And then after that, whatever I got to do to make sure that I get the right kind of money to Christian Barmore to make him a Patriot for life. 
I am all over it. By the way, side note, good job by the Patriots. Uh, this from Field Yates earlier. Patriots defensive tackle Lawrence Guy has an incentive worth $500,000 for playing 45% of the snaps this season. He's currently at 45.57, so he qualifies. But you know what? The team likes him so much and appreciates his efforts on and off the field. They removed the incentive and instead converted it into a bonus, guaranteeing Guy that money and preventing a scenario where he missed out on money by just a few snaps. Good job, Patriots. 617-779-7937 is your number. When we come back, some final thoughts. We'll give you our prediction for tomorrow. We'll give you, on tomorrow's show, we'll give you a prediction for the college football playoffs. And then we'll turn you, the callers, and everything over to KJ and Lions here on a huge pre-Patriots finale, Saturday, WEEI. Who doesn't love a little neon trees to wrap the show out? Uh, all right, 22 Patriots are pending free agents headed into the 2024 season. Like we said, Hunter Henry, love to have him back. Might cost a little much. Trent Brown, see ya. Riley Reef, did you even did you even play, bro? Kendrick Bourne, he has said he would like to come back. I think it would be great to have him back as well. We'll see whoever's in charge next year if they want him back. Mike Gesicki, mm, thanks, but no thanks. Ezekiel Elliott at the right price. Yes, he's been a solid player this year. Matthew Slater. Cheers, my man, and we'll see you in Canton in a couple years. Miles Bryant, Andy, Miles Bryant back next year on a team-friendly deal. Um, that's an interesting one. It depends, I think, on the mm-hmm. leadership. It wouldn't surprise me if the leadership stays similar in terms of Mayo and Steve Belichick. Right. Uh, if he is back, if it's a total blow-up, um, then I I have no idea because he's a tweener player. He's one of those guys that I think a bit of everything. And the Patriots like more than a guy coming in might look at him and like him and want to give him a contract. You know what I'm saying there? He's kind of I, I know what you're saying. Look, he's been a punchline. He's been a punching bag. He's been a bit of a pincushion. He's He's been off-derided. Uh, people have had their jokes and their fun. But the fact is, he has, as Callahan wrote up a couple weeks ago in the Boston Herald, made his way into a quality professional and an integral Patriot-style guy. Whatever it is you need him to do, return punts, play gunner, Outside corner, slot corner, safety, whatever it is, he's done it and then some. So he's earned a check someplace, perhaps with the Patriots. Jalen Mills, that's probably a see ya. Uh, Cody Davis, see ya. Yep. Kyle Duggar at the right price. Maybe he could have priced himself out. Ty Montgomery, adios. Trey Flowers, come on. You didn't even do anything. Mac Wilson, surprisingly good uh, second half of the season. I could see him and an Anthony Jennings coming back as well. Would love to hold on to Jennings, like you said. Uche. See ya. Uh, Will Greer, come on now. Uh, Pharaoh Brown, he's gone. Uh, Nathan Rourke, whatever. Pharaoh Brown, love to see him come back. Uh, Tyrone Wheatley Jr., we saw nothing out of that guy, so not exactly a ton of people that I need to make their way back to the Patriots as well. All right, Andy, let's give our final thoughts. Let's weigh in officially now, even though we can do the exact same tomorrow, at least as far as it goes with the coach. Let's give our predictions for the game and our predictions for the future. Uh, for the game, I say 16-6, to 6, Patriots, little ugly, love the snow, uh, don't screw it up, maybe try to lose, Ryland, maybe organically, Zappy, try to lose it, but I think the Patriots are trying harder, 16-6, and I think by sometime on Tuesday at the latest, we are talking about the search for a new head coach, and the former head coach will be Bill Belichick. And we could actually have a huge press conference. It'll be massive. Do not miss anything on WEI Patriots Monday. Six rings and football things will be with you all week long as well. All right. Currently, the game is going off at Patriots. One and a half point favorite. The over under is still 30 and a half. I will take the Patriots and the under. And just to get crazy, final score, New England Patriots six and the Jets 
three. And as far as the new head coach of the Patriots, it'll be somebody else other than Bill Belichick. I think this it is as well. Uh, we'll be here tomorrow for at least three and a half hours to dissect and analyze the game, what takes place this week, and of course, your calls. Everyone else who is on hold, you got an awesome program with two very smart and learned Patriots and sports fans coming up. It's KJ and Lions here before some Saturday Week 18 NFL action on WEI. Don't miss it. Thanks for tuning in. Good job, Andy. Good job, Braveman. And good job, you, the callers and listeners and WEEI faithful of Boston Sports Original. Talk to you tomorrow in the post game. Enjoy the game, the football today, and everything else. And be safe out there, everybody. See Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.